<laughs> no, but yeah, I uh, I like to keep it pretty pretty easy going, um, right. and I know you guys enough to where I feel comfortable to not have to look at a script that I had been doing for a long time. Um, I start every interview pretty much off with who are you and what do you do. So we'll start from left to right, my left to right. Now, when we talk about what do we do, are we talking about the band or just in general? Anything and everything. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it's it's open to everything. No, I'm kidding. Because I mean, people uh, want to know you as a person too. Right, right. Um, my name is Vito. I'm the singer slash guitarist songwriter for Blackbird Sing. And um, for money, I I do graphic design, and for for love, I do music. Nice. Um, Daniel, I play the drums, some percussion. Uh, once considered myself a professional man of leisure, but no longer the case. It's all it's all business now, man. Yeah. It's all business. <laughs> business where like business here, most? man. Doing doing the uh, you know, of course doing the drumming here for us, but then of course for money, I work at a local credit union. Uh, uh like two floors. He knows who you are. Two guys. floors. He knows a lot about you. Two yes. floors below. Yes. Below where I work. Be below the man. <laughs> the man Mario right here. <laughs> what I, and I used to work in, in the same department yeah, that you're in. That's true. That's true. So that's true. And of course, since I showed up, the whole place just went to shit. It, it, it did. I it had went to, to hell, man. I it went to, to hell. Don't hire anyone I, these days. I drove. I drove Mario out, man. So you know, I feel terrible I like, about this it. This guy, so. God, this guy. <laughs> this guy's leave. got long hair. They let the riff raff in. Uh, God, hey, hey. Come you, on. I, like it doesn't look like it now, but I used to have hair down here, oh, man. man yeah, I got to show you my Mexican mafia. Was there hair on the sides too, or just well? It was no. Well, I never really. I'd put it in a ponytail. Okay. okay. And when if I didn't, because if I didn't, it would look. I, I was thinking he was rocking the mandalizer for a minute. If there. you were, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Which I was hoping you would say. You were. Oh no, no, no! It was it was long everywhere. Right, right. But when I had it down, it looked like a Hispanic fat Fabio. It, it, Flabio Man. is more like it. So I, I like where this is going. Keep it in the. Ra- I do. <laughs> just kept it in the hey, in the tail. Just not talk about the band. It's just, not, <laughs> it's just like I Oh, this is about the band. Oh. This is about the band. Wait, what hey. are we doing now? Whoops. This is about the band. Whoops. The band Blackbird Sing, which, of course, I know what where the idea of the name comes from, but educate everybody who is just meeting you guys for the first time. Okay, so Blackbird Sing, uh, the name started from... It, it's a combination of two songs and two different artists, which is uh, Ryan Adams. He has a song called Mockingbird Sing, and then, of course, the Beatles, the famous yeah. Blackbird. And, uh, you know, the name... We didn't initially start with that name. We actually had a different name that we were kind of toying with, but my wife talked me out of it and was like, it's a terrible name. I got to ask, what's the so name? So the name was <laughs> The Heirs of Bear, like an heir to a throne. Okay, I, and I've seen you guys referred Which to as that. I thought it was great. I thought it was so clever, but obviously, like, everybody else that does not live in Bear. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah, like, they, like what, is, what is Bexar exactly? Yeah. Right, like, oh, right. So, that's true. That's you know, we true. kind of shied yeah. away from using that. How long we would, would have to be, uh, would we be stopping shows just to explain that <laughs> like what's your name it's also a very ambitious name too like right yeah to live up course. to that expectation yeah. of the heirs of bear it's kind of like a little <laughs> yeah it's a little much man. true true i so, think she had the right idea yeah, i think she did too yeah. i think blackbird singing is perfect right and right. and the whole theme of it too because you guys don't just have it as the name of the band but it's it's a, a theme that you guys have not only in the artwork having birds everywhere but you like when i talked to daniel at work you know, he's like, oh yeah, me and the other birds. Like, it's just, right. it's, it's a natural part fit. Of the, part of the brand, I guess you can say. Part yeah. Of the, identity. The, the yeah, identity we we announce shows like, you know, come see your favorite birds, you know. And, and uh, people can put on it whatever they want, but I mean, we know for us, it's it's birds of a feather, you know. Yeah. Flock together. So it's, Absolutely. For yeah. us, it's, I mean, family. Um, right. You know, we're, Vito's my 
my cousin, my of course my brother who plays guitar, James. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some people don't even. It's funny because some people don't realize it until we're together. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. I can tell you now. <laughs> your like, family. Hey, you guys look. You guys are, you, you guys act really crazy together. It's because we're family. <laughs> and then of course, Andy who plays uh, guitar, and George playing bass. I mean, we've known those guys. I mean, they're basically brothers. It's been fifteen going on 20 years with those Man, guys so yeah. more than half our lives you know yeah we've no been doubt. with each other so well and then just a, a little backstory before blackbird sing there was something prior to that musically for for you Vito, and for for the rest of the guys pretty mm-hmm. much right is all, everybody else from from blackbird there is uh right at this moment let's say everyone except Vito is another band we have a maddox 13 which is a um you know, Southern metal type of, of outfit, yeah. as you could say. Um, but, uh, we, we put that so far, like on a, like a little hiatus while we got, you know, started getting Blackbird together and with, with Vito's, uh, influence here with all the, you know, help asking us to help him out with it. It kind of really took over. I say magically formed, yeah. magically formed, you know, like one member at a time. Yeah. It wasn't like we set out yeah. to do that. It was never yeah. the plan. It just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like these dudes could literally, I could walk off stage and they'll melt your face, dude. Yeah. They'll play some hardcore, you know, Southern that's crazy. Hardcore rock. And for anybody that's heard you, that's heard you all, I mean, cause this, this podcast is global, so we've got a global crazy. audience. So for those that are here or that have at least heard you guys before kind of, the juxtaposition of an Americana folk country Texacana thing and this <laughs> this metal thing, <laughs> southern metal, like it's just I, it's amazing the musicality, the difference. Right. Well, it didn't start off as southern metal, it really started yeah. more punk rock. More, it was oh, like a more okay. punk yeah, rock. Right. Yeah, and any and people that know of of you know anything for punk rock and then even our backgrounds, they, they can kind of see the the some of the semblances of things in our music now with a little bit of those punk rock stops and yeah you know in 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 between our americana music yes you know well, people it's can not see just that. one thing so it's, it's a melting we don't pot. technically want to say that yeah. we're like that we were part of the whole like super punk rock movement we we're more right. the pop punk movement that happened in the early 90s yeah that's kind of where we started we were kind of tailing off at the end of the hardcore scene you know? yeah gotcha and so for us that's where we picked up and so lyrically and and musically it wasn't a, a hard transition. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Because I, I was I've been writing emotional lyrics since yeah. <laughs> since the beginning. You know, it's always been love, lack thereof. You know, family coming Loss, of age. Well, yeah. at that time it was being young, yeah. but now it's coming of age. You know? And yeah. I mean, you ask people in in town now, and they know if you ask me who Die Boy is. I mean, there's a there's still a lot of people yeah. that still like, oh yeah, and they know they know of it from the '90s. You know, it growing up with that, and of course even. When we talk about music now, yeah. you know, they bring it up for both. Like, hey, is, when is Die Boy going to play? Or when is Maddox <laughs> going to play? And we're like, hey, man. We're, and Die Boy was Vito's project. Yeah, exactly. And how long ago was, I mean, is that still kind of uh, No, Die, Boy, Die Boy started in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I mentioned earlier, like I judge yeah. things by when Kurt Cobain died, and that's right when he died, 94. So we, we started 94, but we kind of say that we turned 21 this year, and we were supposed to do like a, a possible reunion. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it all the time, and it's not like we're against it or anything like that. It's just more of a, of a scheduling thing and yeah. and also just having the time for it. You know, most yeah. of us don't at all. You know, like I have barely enough time to commit to Blackbird Sing. Mm-hmm. And musically, that's my number one priority. And I think it's right. become these guys' number one priority as well. So, yeah, you know, as far as Die Boy goes, it started back then and lasted till up until like the thousands. And then it just kind of yeah, just our, fell off. Our, our last show um, with 
well, your y'all's Dabo's last show, of course, Maddox Maddox opened up as well for that. Was at Sam's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of, yeah, of, of all things, you know. Wow, yeah, that's Sam's crazy. used to have uh, we used to have punk shows there and Hard Rock. They wow. did away with that. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They they're trying to keep their brand, you know, Americana Texas music. Yeah, roots type music, blues, and I, and I which now you guys fit in. Totally understand that. True. So yeah, and, and by some twist of fate, we're still playing there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, for those that are listening that are local or that aren't local and want to make it the trip, uh, the thirtieth. As a matter of fact, I'm hoping to get this recorded like right away and out right away awesome. because I want to be able to get it so that way people hear it and hear you guys. Um, but that's coming up. And who else is on that bill with you guys on the 30th, on April 30th? Uh, Devils and Dust. Yes. Okay. So they're going to be, uh, there are really, really good friends from um, from Austin and they're going to be coming up. And we've actually, we've known them for for. God, I, I can't even tell you. I mean, from, you've known them from Maddox. From days. no, from Maddox yeah. days when we played with them in Austin at, when they had other projects as well. Oh yeah. And uh, and we've so we've known the guys for quite some time, and now that they have um, they have this their 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 new band this uh, Devils and Dust group that they have together now, it, it still fits with us now, and yeah. so it's pretty cool that we kind of get to still have shows kind of together. Yeah. And this is actually I think the first time though that we're having. Um, a show though a together. Show with them. I believe we've had yeah. played with them before. I don't think oh, we've we've wow. have they we've and talked about it. Yeah, we we've we've, we've tried to set up things before and it just scheduling just didn't work and yeah. uh and I think this is the first time that we'll get the chance to do that and we're really really stoked about it and, yeah, and of course absolutely. subsequently with the um pre pre release of our C D will be on the thirtieth as well there. Yeah. At Sam, absolutely. So. And this is y'all's second release. Right. Uh first release enemies from, from Years of Loving, Loving, right? Correct. Okay. And, and that was phenomenal Thank as you. well, by the way. And how long ago was that one recorded? That one was... We recorded that in 2013, I believe. And that was th- that was within the first yeah. year, right? And then it was released 2014, I think, wasn't it? Because it wasn't... It, it took a while. It was, a, it it took was a little a, bit. The recording process, it didn't take like forever to do that. It was everything that happened after that. Mm, the, the marketing time. Right. The production. It, everything was just very yeah. slow. And, and we were warned of that. But we didn't realize it was going to be that <laughs> That's slow. That slow, yeah. Coming off of that Shiner thing, we came off with a lot of momentum. And then it kind of just fizzled off for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then when the CD came out, we kind of had to rebuild again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Playing music is, is much like any sort of art form where if you're not consistent and you're not just churning it out. Yeah. Especially nowadays, people get bored so easily, dude. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's not. definitely true. There's, there's, it's not like before. I mean, we were, we were in bands pre-internet. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, cassettes and CDs, you know, like and so mixtapes. Right, there wasn't like this <laughs> instant self gratification with yeah with the with social media and all that. It was just more like you had to wait and listen, and and that's what it was. You know, people were entertained yeah. by music and 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 movies. And nowadays, it's so quick that if you're not on top of it, you just oh yeah, kinda, you get you know, forgotten. Yeah, you get forgotten. Right? Yeah, we were, we were all in those days when we were cutting and pasting and and putting uh, flyers together and copies at kinko's oh yeah you know and and sending those out that that's <laughs> yeah, that was my graphic design I, guess, school, I guess that dates <laughs> us a little bit crazy. but but that's what we would yeah, that's how that's we would crazy. put stuff together now it's like boom it's out there without you know the swipe of a finger it's yeah it's great it's so crazy the way things are now yeah mm-hmm. absolutely well i want to get to know you guys unfortunately the rest of the band isn't here of course scheduling i get that right um family and everything um but i want to get to get to know each of you individually sure. where is your musical background from like is it somebody that 
family-wise that inspired you or that taught you, or you know, was man, it just it, picking it, it up in the atmosphere? It's it's probably going to be very similar for all of us in, 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 in that sense. And I mean, not completely the same, but mm-hmm. for me, it started really, really, really way back when I was super young. Uh, my father was was had a really nice stereo system that he picked up when he was in Nam, oh, had it shipped over, and so he was really into music, man. Yeah, he sounds like it. My dad doesn't play music, uh, but he was into it. He was very much into the hippie movement, so, you know, we were listening to, like, War and, and yeah. Santana and... Jim Croce and... Yeah, that type of music at the house on reel-to-reels, man. Oh, yeah. And it was it was yeah. vinyl or reel-to-reel, which is really oh, cool, and then he had 8-tracks eight 8-tracks, well. yeah. Um, but my mother's side of the family, you know, both of my parents are... One of like eight children, like oh wow, each. big so families. We have a huge family, and and my mother's side of the family, all of her siblings, and including my grandfather, are all musical, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. they all kind of have ties into some sort of instrument they play or or singing, just, yeah, you know, yeah. singing or or something like mm-hmm. that, and they're all at different age age levels, so like different styles of music. Oh, you know? absolutely. So, dude, it just starts from that moment there, like from dad to them mm-hmm. you know like i had an uncle that that was very much into the beatles and he really got me into that yeah. beatles and i mean he was obsessed with the beatles yeah into playing guitar and everything and, and and honestly man when i first started playing i was probably like 12 and i didn't even really care to play guitar but <laughs> he was teaching me yeah know? and then i stopped i i, I found a skateboard and dude that like yeah. kind of took over my life with skating yeah. so i didn't pick up guitar until way later right mm-hmm. so from that uncle, then I have another uncle who's really into like the 50s and 60s music, man. And that uncle has a crazy collection of vinyl, 45s and nice. you know, all that. And, and he's a, actually a mariachi singer. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and he does that, and he's really good. Yeah. Um, that's, and then another uncle <laughs> is really into the 70s new wave, late 70s, like kind of new wavey yeah. rock and roll, you know, like Bruce Springsteen, Devo. Nice, nice. Um, Elvis Costello. Yeah. You know. So it's very, very. So there, there it is. It keeps going, right? And then the uncle after that, um, which my uncle Ed, he's much into heavy metal. Like Ozzy yeah. Osbourne and, yeah. you know, like Iron Maiden, all the, Hair metal, all the metal stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just keeps going, dude. I mean, I can keep na- naming <laughs> off people. Yeah. But we're. My third cousin twice removed. Right. Where, where <laughs> yeah. it eventually came, like, to, to a head, like, to where I started to get into it more was I had I had a couple cousins that had been involved in the San Antonio punk rock scene and and they would always tell me these crazy stories about shows man and, and yeah. you know of course I was too young to go to those shows um, yeah. but when I was of age of of being able to go you know and you have to remember that skating at the time skateboarding and punk rock were kind of like yeah. one and the same you know if you skate listen to punk rock it was the whole thing yeah. um I had a neighbor who was probably you know at that time I was probably you know 13 14 years old and he was already in high school, like he was a senior, and he had a girlfriend that worked at KSYM, and he was oh, just this yeah. cool dude, man. Like this guy that that was that was really nice to us. We all skated on the same street, yeah. and he was very much into punk rock and going to shows, and and so it yeah. kind of carried over there, and that's where it kind of really was like for me. That's what I got into. That's what spoke to you. I identified yeah. with that music a lot, you know. Yeah. Like I didn't have like a bad childhood or anything like that. <laughs> I just was yeah. a very rebellious kid. I've always had, yeah, it, you know, yeah. And it could have been that whole Catholic upbringing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, Being the gotta, oldest of four. I got to bash against yeah, that. I and I was, the, I was the oldest grand, grandson on my mother's side of the family. So there was a lot of 
influence there from the yeah. very beginning. You know what I mean? And, yeah, no joke. And, and there's more. I mean, it's not just those guys. There's more influences. But that's kind of where it started, man. Mm-hmm. And as the whole punk rock thing grew with me, at some point, I stopped skating, was more into more into the scene, started going to shows and seeing all these bands and, and all that. And, and then I started playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Die Boy started. But when by the time Die Boy started, we had this like pop punk sound, and it wasn't it hadn't hit here yet. Like yeah. it, was, it was new. Um, I'm sure the old hardcore people were like, "This is terrible." But <laughs> for me, it was it was something that I love. I've always enjoyed pop music. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, the I'm pop sens- enjoy everything you mentioned had pop sensibilities. Right. I also enjoy mm-hmm. rock and roll a lot. Um, there's something about rock that that speaks volumes to me. I think my parents yeah. ruined me when I was a kid by taking me to the first Kiss concert, you know, oh, when man. they still had makeup and, and all that. Nice. And so from that point on, that's where it started. That's that's where, you know, the whole music thing started. And then, yeah. you know, after Die Boy, the rest is history. There's there's a lot of, of history after that. Yeah, man. But for me, that's mm-hmm. the musical background. Yeah. yeah. Daniel? You know, and subsequently, that's uh, my, James, who my brother yeah. plays. I mean, we're we're related yeah, and off. I sh- and we're I don't related on the mention yeah. that these guys have been with me, you know, through that whole yeah. thing. That whole thing you know? Yeah. Cause we're related on, on our, our mother's, our mother's side. Mm, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, James, for my brother, his first concert was kiss and, and growing up, my father, uh, his rugged, his rugged friend was Jack, uh, Orban from who ran stone city attractions. Yeah. And I mean, my first concert was a stone city attraction concert, which, <laughs> which was, uh, it was poison rat, Cinderella oh, and nice. great white. I mean, I was maybe yes. 11. Might have been 11 years old, man. And it was like, dude, I was... It, and, and that was my first live experience. Uh, yeah. Going back for as far as I can remember uh, was falling asleep on the floor. Um, my, my older sister, I have a sister that's uh, a few years older than I am. Um, the oldest one out of the, out of the four of us. And, um, She's also subsequently the oldest grandchild. The oldest grand, no, the yeah. girl's so grandchild. She, she and really. I were like, wow. you know, yeah. giving a lot of attention. To right. Yeah, yeah, right. No so she had a really cool vinyl collection. And I used to... Um, fall asleep because um, she would, of course, close the door. She wanted her little brothers in there yeah. messing with her stuff. So she closed the door, and it was it was wood. I remember it vividly. It was it was uh, all wood flooring, so you know they had that large, you know, um, gap in the bottom of the door and where the floor yeah. is. And I would fall asleep because I was listening to her. You know, she put on some, you know, I Boston Led Zeppelin. Nice. You know, uh, she and then when she got into later on with like Motley Crue and and, uh, and and all those you know same bands you know maiden and everybody you know scorpions yeah bon joey was her all-time favorite so i I mean i was you know like i said i mean she would literally open the door and i'd be laying there she (laughs) had to step over me because i'd fall asleep right there trying to listen to her music yeah and and, uh and you know and i always identified um i had an uncle again our same same family here uh we have an uncle that a lot of them play guitar but i we have an uncle that plays the drums and and um you know probably my Without even realizing oh, yeah. it, I, I forgot to mention yeah. the Eagles. <laughs> right, the Eagles. Yeah, oh, yeah. The big, you're right, dude. Big, I, right. I completely skipped him. Right, I, I totally know who. Yeah, talking. our my uncle, uh, our uncle Richard, our who uncle plays Richard, the drums, yeah. and that was probably, without even realizing, that was probably my first, um, you know, influence for the drums. Yeah. Uh, and then, fast forward a couple of years, and Vito's uh, drummer for Die Boy, uh, a real good, he's one of our best friends, his name is Nick. Um, one of the very first uh you know actual concerts or, or shows i went to was a die boy show and and you know and um watching him play uh really 
made me feel like I could play the drums. Yeah. Out of all the instruments, yeah. I was watching that, and I was like, you know, I feel like I could do that without ever picking up a drumstick yeah. in my life. It and just called to you. Yeah, and it, and it really wasn't until probably another, you know, eight, nine years before, because I didn't, I didn't start playing uh, until I was after school, after high school. Oh, wow. I, I was into, I was, played a lot of sports, um, and, uh, was, and so that was really what took up all my time. Yeah, uh, you know, because the school I went to, um, old J Rock, old Judson, man, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, and it was like a job, man. We were playing <laughs> ball over there. Yeah, I mean, man. we were there at six in the morning, and we didn't get home till six at night, you know. And yeah, but it really wasn't until I was already eighteen and graduated, uh, gonna start going to college, and I and I decided to uh, with you know my brother who was looking for at that point had already was in another band, um, band called Mad Existence, and and he was looking to start another band after it'd been a, 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 year, a year or two after the, the uh, close of that band. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was looking for a drummer and, and I told him, Hey man, well, let me, uh, let me see if I can learn it. And it was, yeah. it's like, either I just bought a drum set and made a thousand dollar mistake <laughs> and it's just going to be where I hang my clothes yeah. or I'm really going <laughs> to learn it. And it just so happens. It was a kind of trial by fire, man, because I bought that kit, bought my parents a big old, you know, bucket of earplugs yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I kind of stayed in the room for a while and, yeah. uh, and, uh, and it was so like, before it. I knew it, you know, six, seven months later we had a show and I was like, what <laughs> we're doing what now? So, and we was, and I was playing with, um, I mean, it's like some, my brother, uh, Vito's little brother as well. Mark, who was in the band at that time, George mm. was playing. I mean, uh, and, um, they were all our worst musicians to me because they had already been playing in bands and everything and played music. And yeah. I was like the green one, like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? And, and, um, but from there, you know, from that, that time was about 2001 ish in that, yeah. in that time frame. Man, and, um, a very long time ago. A very long time ago. <laughs> it's weird when people say it like, you know, they're like, Oh man, when, when people talk about music 10 years ago, we're, st- I'm still thinking in the nineties, the nineties, you know, yeah, when, when now yeah. it's like, Nope, yeah. that's, that's not really where it is. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, somebody, actually Christian, uh, the one who sits right next to me, she was right. like, Oh, that's a throwback song. It was Kylie Minogue came on and she's like, that's a throwback. And I'm like, it's like, not a throwback that came out in, is that 2006? Yeah. It couldn't have been that that long ago i look it up and i'm like oh man that's why we we make the jokes man yeah. about how we we made we play this song she uh a, a cover f- um from from green day yes and green day gets Great played too green day gets played on classic rock here now it's <laughs> like I know. and i still consider green day like <laughs> yeah. a new band yeah, yeah. to it's us it's like what do you mean classic and then yeah. they're like on kzap and they're like classic rock yeah I'm like, what <laughs> and then it's self-esteem right after that <laughs> right. my offspring but this yeah. guy was destined yeah. to play drums man when yeah. he was a little oh, kid man you know, he was always fastidious. He was doing the tapping yeah. all the time, dude. He sorry, and James, all the teachers I had back then. I'm sorry. Just you know, they're they're dancers. Much. They like to dance when they were kids, and that that rhythm has always been with them. Man. Yeah, it's been with them since Dancing Danny, man. When we were kids. True, man. And this guy, Maybe. this guy, you know, he's always had rhythm, man, and that's yeah, that's the big key in playing drums. So he was destined yeah. for it. It was just a matter of when. Yeah, exactly. Know, um, and it and took all of this to bring that out. It was the push. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and honestly, you know, I, I, I got a little bit of, a, of, of, um, of all that, that injury that happens, the injury bug happens. And I stayed in town, um, to rehab that. And I got more into the music because I wasn't able to go out and do the stuff I thought I was going to be able to do for the next four years in school. Oh, yeah. And so I stayed home and, and that kind of that seed with, uh, that was planted years ago with, 
watching my cousins play in their band, you know, the influences from my family, from my older siblings, um, you know, all that just kind of like made me really feel like, you know, well, let me, let me, let me take advantage of this time that I'm not going to be out busy again. And, and that, like I said, locking myself in the room and, yeah. and, and, um, it's hard sometimes to explain people, um, that portion. I was like, Oh man, how, when, did, when did you learn to play drums? I'm like, well, I've, I've, you know, I feel like I always knew how to do it. I just didn't have any drumsticks, you know? Yeah. And, and I was really lucky with, you know, um, there's not a whole lot of drummers that will just like, yeah, go ahead and play on my kit, you know? Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's very much, uh, you know, it's a very personal thing sometimes to people. And I was yeah. very lucky that, um, you know, my friend Nick was, would allow, allow me to mess around his stuff when they weren't, you know, when I'd go hang out and they were practicing, um, I, I'd, uh, I'd be there just kind of really Absorbing. chomping out it, you know, just hoping he'd let me <laughs> yeah. and he would, you know, they had a break and I'd be getting there a little bit, but it wasn't really something that I ever really got to really cultivate until, you know, said, you know, 18 years old. Yeah. And, and for me, that was, was late in the game, I guess. Yeah, it is. But, it um, is definitely. But now it's <laughs> a 30 something now. So, <laughs> so. Well, because we consider all these things too, man. Like even, even James, his brother, he's, mm. he's in between us, you know, in the yeah. age. He's younger and, you know, James and I are in the middle. And James grew up taking care of Die Boy. Like he was our guitar dude. He was the guy that was helping us. Yeah. He grew up like that. So he was watching all this, man. Mm-hmm. And then he started playing. Yeah. And he starts his own band. I mean, dude, he's become a proficient. great guitarist, a very efficient rhythm guy. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he's playing key. We're doing all kinds of things. So coming up in that scene like that, he got to witness a lot of it firsthand. And he was very young when that was going on. Yeah. You so it just I mean? it's just stuck in there and ruminated all, in there. It's always been like that. It's always marinated like, and yeah, definitely. You know, George's father <laughs> is also uh you know, George Ransom, our bass player, his dad's also a very versed musician as well. Yeah. He's been doing it for years. Same thing with Andy. His dad's the same way, man. And yeah. they all have that in the lineage, you know. It's it's uh it's something that was I guess destined for these guys. Yeah. I can't speak for them hundred percent about where their musical influences come from, but I can tell you that much because yeah. you know, yeah. we get to know each other from past 15 years at least yeah absolutely. <laughs> I don't know that much about yeah that. and then i mean my our, my my parents um you know my father had a really i mean vinyl tapes uh a tracks i mean go, going back he he had an extensive music collection yeah and he wasn't he didn't play music either but he he loved listening to it so we grew up always having something on mm-hmm. whether i mean it was my mother's favorite george Strait, yeah. it was my dad's favorite music which was like more of a he's more of an old school country guy I can and, definitely uh, credit your dad for that. Yeah, dude, for yeah. sure, man. The old country. Yeah, like, definitely. I remember him listening yeah. to that music, and uh, Tejano and old country. Yeah, Tejano and old country. Yeah. I mean, that was that was my dad's, you know, go to. Yeah, and, and I mean, it was always there. Whether we were really paying attention to it was one thing when we were little, but it was there, and there was had to be some of it that was, you know, it was reaching us. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, I mean, the the credit that I, um my musicality now it it really would be i really would have to say it's all my my family's doing you know and and planting that seed in our brains somewhere and um we of course taking with it and running with it and doing what we do now but um yeah i mean i i literally my i'd say the very at the youngest ages that any of us had memories they all they all have music in them yeah you know i think i think uh i identify with you a lot because i I feel like I'd be a good drummer. I have. I started playing guitar when I was 12, 13. I started playing like Guns and old Guns and Roses songs and stuff, and 
then I started teaching guitar by the time Nirvana came out and everything. And that was easy. Yeah, I'll just pick three chords and fuck with it, you know? <laughs> and then it was cool. But I would, I have nine guitars. I would gladly trade them all for a good drum set because I feel like that's been in, in me all the long because I've always yeah, yeah. drummed the, you know, pencils. I drum on the dashboard of the car. You know, when I was in the kid, I, when I was a kid, I just drum on the headphones along yeah. with it. Yeah. But, and same thing with me. I, it was growing up around, my parents introduced me to the Beatles, raised me on Barry Manilow, Billy Joel, Neil Diamond, and then that kind of migrating over to ABBA from my dad, and then Gene Pitney. Talk about way hey, throwback old yeah. country. Oh, country or I guess <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but I like I love hearing when musicians are like, "Oh no, it was a family thing," you know, and it's been a family thing, and that's that's stuck with me. You know, don't get me wrong. It's cool when people were like, "Oh, I just I saw the lifestyle and I wanted it, so I picked up a guitar and figured it out." But like to be able to say, you know, it's been around me. It shows in the music. You know, the musicality that everybody has. You know, um, I think that kind of thing is is interesting because it kind of leads back to the fact that San Antonio is a family vibe. Oh, yeah. You guys are a family vibe. Yeah. A lot of the really good music that's out there that speaks to people's hearts are family vibe kind of things you know oh this is my my brother's on the drums or you know my brother's playing keys or whatever i really dig that kind of a dynamic um going back to the influence thing a little bit seeing that the past bands were not americana folk what was the decision like how did that process come about where it was like hey let's try let's try a steel guitar or or let's try Uh, i think that that kind of started um I can't take credit for all of it because obviously these guys have their own musical influences and, and you know, in all fairness, James and Daniel probably grew up around more country than I did, you know, but I, I did definitely grow up around a lot of, a lot of singer-songwriter music, mm-hmm. which my dad would play. Yeah. You know, Cat Stevens and oh, nice. Jim Croce and, you know, Ruf- uh, I was going to say Rufus, <laughs> Wayne Wright, but yeah, just that. Yeah. But, you know, that kind of music, man, and, and, uh, I think that when Die Boy was starting to, to kind of be in the phase out, the band wanted to continue to play rock and roll. It was still in the bones, man. And for yeah. me, I was already getting tired of it. Um, I think I trying to like, you know, be at that age and identifying with, with younger people, it's it wasn't easy. Yeah. yeah. And and also like you know, being on the road, you know, wanting to pursue that that type of lifestyle, I was just wasn't into it at the time. Mm-hmm. And um you can kind of hear at the end of Die Boy how we kind of started to go into what we're doing now. Oh, yeah? It, it's way different than what we started. Did Die Boy actually put out any... any oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their yeah? CDs, yeah. Um, well, I got I to gotta hit you up for oh, those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Their stuff, yeah. Um, but when when it ended, I took a long, long break and basically, like, became an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, got a full-time job, got married, and, you know, that type of thing. And, and uh, in that time... I, I think I want to say that Die Boy ended in 2006. I feel like that. It's, I feel like that number is like right close there. Yeah. yeah. You know, so for those years, like I kind of took a, a step back from music for a while, but obviously you don't get music out of you. Yeah. It stays with you. You know, whether you play it or not, it's always in the head and the heart. And I, I uh, continued to 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 write music, mm-hmm. and I had this idea that I would do like the singer songwriter acoustic thing. Yeah. Alone. And then cool. I was like, well. Well, this is another thing. Andy, who is our guitarist, keyboard, trumpet, yeah, you know, any instrument you can think of, it's yeah. there. Um, he was in Die Boy at the end of it. Oh, okay. Uh, at the mm-hmm. very end of Die Boy, he was a part of that. Um, in the mesh. 
There's the mesh right The there. mesh after that. Yeah. And so he, he and I had kind of talked, had written some songs a few times. Like I'd written some songs and I said, hey, Andy, come play on these and let's see what it sounds like. Yeah. So it was kind of, then it became me and him. Like I'll sing and I'll keep writing the music and you're just going to accompany me and, you know, yeah. fill in <laughs> stuff that I can't play, you know, because Andy's super talented dude, man. Like that guy yeah. can play a lot of stuff. You yeah. Know? And I can't. <laughs> so... But I can write it. You know what I mean? I yeah, hear it. you I can hear it. it. You've got that. It. And so, yeah. I could, you know, we, we work well together, he and I. And so that's that's how kind of how it started. And then, like, they would practice. And then I was like, hey, Daniel, do you know, do you want to, can you sit in on this song real quick and let's see what it sounds like? And yeah, it kind of went from there, man. I mean, it wasn't really like. And after each time, I was like, man, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was really singer-songwriter, but it always had a... Uh, somewhat of a folky overtone to it kind of country yeah. and then obviously we live in texas i mean you can't get away from yeah, that absolutely. i'm sure that we have a texas twang that no that we don't hear but, right but, but other everyone people else does you know so yeah there's that part of it um and ironically a lot of the bands that we grew up listening to started to do the same thing like it wasn't like intentionally mm. we said hey we're gonna do this it just kind of happened yeah a lot of the guys that that were in bands that we listened to the singer would go off and do this project yeah. that was singer songwriter yeah so it felt like just happened naturally. It just happened naturally, yeah. 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 That makes sense. That makes it, a lot it of was, sense. It was very much like a, a the the building blocks that, that um, put themselves in place, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, Vito was doing his, you know, with Andy, doing some work with that. Then he would ask, hey, you know, D-Mags, you want to put us some, some uh, or that's that's the other thing. I'm sorry if people don't realize. Some people only know me as D-Mags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's other people may know from a different name, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that up for now. We'll leave that up for now. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for the special, we'll save that for later. The we'll, special uh, broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the broadcast people have to pay for. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Vito had, he came up with the idea, hey, man, can you put down some, some jump tracks for this, for this music we're doing? And then... You know, it's kind of like, hey, do you think your brother can lay down a little bit more guitar and just overlay this? Yeah, hey, George, and you play bass. Hey, you know, yeah, it was, you, you know, it just kind of... Puzzle pieces. Yeah, it, we we really, I, I can't even say that we were, like, like Vito was saying, we weren't intentionally trying to really do anything. Yeah. But I think the the feeling that we all had is that we would end up having something as, like, we're a family, you know, in there. Yeah. And, and we all kind of had this idea that, man, we, we'd really like to do something together as well. You know, yeah. and, and no matter what the project would have been, you know, we could have been playing techno music. And if we all is that what we wanted to do, that's what we would have done. But it those things just kind of fell into place. And then and then things started happening really fast, really fast. Yeah. yeah. After that. Like not not like it had happened with our other bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was yeah. another thing that kind of was I think it was easier for them to say, you know what? We maybe we'll take a back. You know, we'll, Maddox will take a little break, and mm-hmm. we'll focus on this. And it's kind of been like that, man. I mean, these guys are rockers. We all are. I mean, we yeah. we haven't gotten away from that. Yeah. But we're also at the point where, like he said, man, when you play in a band like this, where where your family's in it, where everyone gets along, mm-hmm. and we have the same the same goal. Yeah. There's nothing like that, man. Yeah. I absolutely. Mean, there's a feeling you get when you play, and when when the when the music's right and everything is on. There's no better feeling than that, man. Yeah. You know, as far as music goes. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. Other, there's other things that are great, too, in life. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Strictly <laughs> music I'm here. Ready keep, to, I'm ready do to it. Start. Keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. There's a, that's a swear jar, but uh, the swear jar sound right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. Just keep it. Keep it. <laughs> no, you guys can cuss on here. I don't know. Oh, we don't. It's I'm my podcast. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> stuff. I think I think my wife did a good job of training me and weaning me from the because I dude I cursed oh, so man. much before like a sailor man and yeah. When the baby was, I made sailors blush. Like, I'll just put it that no way. No more. I made sailors know? blush. This guy, my does. Mouth. this guy, I put him on speaker and I'm like, <laughs> my wife's going like gulp. Oh man, yeah. I, I I do another podcast called "It's a Guy Thing" with my two best friends, and we cuss a storm. And when I come home, my wife, purpose. it's a guy thing. <laughs> it's a guy thing. Man. We just cuss. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I get home and I talk to my wife, and I'm in that mode. And she's like, she's like, Whoa. stop the cussing. Pump and I'm the like, bricks. well, Dylan, my son's asleep already. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck it, it's fine. And she's like, stop. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. Dude, and then it's the so other funny day, how cussing <laughs> makes you feel so like like such a. Right. Dude, like, we do. And then, it is, it's so ridiculous, well, dude. Let me let me ask you, let me ask you on a on a on a not music note, but on a uh, just a general guy thing kind of note. When you watch a movie that like really like is intense or action packed, do you feel like oh. You stand up and the the thing's over and you're like I'm walking out of the theater I'm a badass for watching oh, this movie yeah. no, I'm gonna jump on something like a train <laughs> yeah and then yeah that it's all guys right yeah, yeah okay good is, I watch man. skate videos and I think I can still do it yes yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I used I used to skate too by the way and cool. then yeah messed up my knees and, and my ankles and yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we're all pretty much in the same similar age range I think that we even do that with music oh yeah we watch stuff and we're like yeah dude oh man you know we're we're watching these documentaries of these you know these bands that are playing these huge shows or they're they're just you know this lifestyle they that they have and 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 you're like yeah that's us hell yeah I mean we're very we're very aware of our of where we're at in our music career I mean we're not gonna complain we have it better than a lot of bands do like we always have a crowd so that's that's good but but it's not like what we're watching on TV yeah. at all. Like, it's not like a festival in the UK right, where yeah, there's yeah. several hundred thousand Va- people. Vacan festival. It's oh, like you know, man. there's there's what it, you know. I can't even see the horizon with oh, people. But God, I mean imagine. that that kind of stuff though. I mean to us. I mean if it was that kind of crowd, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. And and I'd be unreal. And yeah. You know the emotions you have for something like that, but. The like you know Vito's saying we, we consider ourselves very lucky that that anybody goes yeah. and when there's you know ten people there's you know a hundred people fifteen thousand people it doesn't matter I mean we have there's people what there. there's people yeah, there and 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 for us I mean there's plenty of times I know that people watch a band and, and they see you know the banter between the bands and there's laughing a lot of laughing up there yeah. we we you know we. At each other's expense, a lot of times we're making jokes, you know. And if somebody messes up, we hold that finger up like, "There's yeah. that's your one, bro. That's your one. Yeah. That's it." You know. But and maybe nobody else even realizes. And they don't. Yeah, they nobody don't. even they're oblivious to it. But and, the people that but, are in that, they yeah, know. They, people they that know, it. they know. And they and, chuckle along. Yeah, with they you chuckle guys. along with us. And for us, I mean, we're we're just having such a good time. I we mean, like to keep it loose in that sense, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it, we Absolutely. don't want to be too overtly serious. I'm a I'm a very critical type person by yeah. nature and and these guys know that yeah but something about being on stage loosens you up a little bit yeah it does and especially being on stage with these guys yeah you know um we we have a lot of fun man and and i feel like if you can't laugh about it yeah if you can't enjoy it there, to there's, that not, degree. there's a lot of bands that you go see man and they're so tight yeah and so and almost to where it's like robotic you know what yeah I mean? like you're like okay well these guys are like perfect <laughs> but i've seen a few bands where they have their mistakes. They're laughing, and they have a banter. Yeah, you know, and, and I appreciate that. Bands that are yeah. established, man, that have been around for a long time. You know, that's oh yeah. One of the one of the perks about playing all the time is that you get better. 
um, you know, you can always tell when a road band is in because they, they play like, yeah, they have it. Boom, boom. Yeah. We're not a road band, but we're still pretty tight. Like we, we practice a lot, you know yeah. what I mean? We rehearse a lot. But there's also that error that's in there, man. You know, yeah. whether it be a cracking voice or a missed note or, <laughs> you know, a drop drumstick. Like, there's, or, plenty, yeah. there's plenty of that going on. <laughs> you know, something like that. Or miss hit on I think, that it, I think what happens, yes, dude, sir. is that, like, it, it makes it more human because, like, yeah, we always talk about that. It's not it's not how you play. It's what you play that matters, right? Yeah. I mean, I've seen that quote yeah, with yeah, and as I've, well. And that's, that's what it entails. You know, and yeah. we, without, with you know, stop not to cut you off there, we have to also you know say that we we're allowed to do a lot of this stuff in our families and our wives and girlfriends you know they they yeah. you know they they allow us the 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 time yeah and, and i mean as far as i know they really enjoy it and they love it too because they know we're having a good time and we enjoy it and and um and you know when we have practice it's it is very loose and, and um and it, but at the same time, it, it's a lot of a lot of business going in here because yeah. we're we're all trying to reach a, a certain level of 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 continuity with each other. We're, we're you know with when we're bringing new music together, um, where there's a there's a certain fingerprint we all put on something, and we we want we all want it to mean something. You know mm-hmm. we do, but we also want to have a really good time doing it, and and because that's gonna that's going to project to the people out yeah. there. I mean, they, they can tell oh, when a, they can tell when a band's having some problems and, and they're not really liking each other. Oh, um, yeah. you know, they can yeah, see that. No joke, and man. for us, I mean, I mean, I, we really are, I think, um, we're on the same page with a lot of things and, and that's why there's not actually has to be, there doesn't have to be a lot of talking going on. Mm-hmm. You know, when we start kind of ad libbing on a song, we all just kind of feel it out and we kinda of know where each other's going. Yeah. And it works out in that in that regard. But yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we um we definitely do. I mean, we're we're having a serious good time. If yeah. that's if that makes sense for people. Oh, is, yeah, is that we're 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 business about it and we we want it to be a good show and a, a fun time for everybody. But I mean we can't help but we too. can't help but feel like you know hey if you know if nobody was there watching it we'd still have the same exact show yeah, yeah. it still would still be the same it. thing and that's important you and know? that's one thing that that uh that i respect about you guys is that I've, I've seen you play a couple of times now and thank you again because i just can't thank you guys enough you guys helped out uh at the uh, raquel strong event that we had not too long ago and we raised over twelve thousand oh, dollars for our friend we, we were all uh, too that's great man. Dan all too happy with. to just be even be you did a lot of work part. brother yeah. and we we appreciate yeah, what we you do did too, oh man. well you guys did too i mean like it was to me it was a total team effort like i wouldn't have been able to do that even a, a year ago you know with the lack of knowledge myself with the lack of connections uh and then raquel i mean she's got a huge amount of support you know i mean oh, that yeah. was that was good. That was, was really. It was beautiful. That was a very it was successful yeah, event, man. Beautiful Seriously. to see that. Yeah, great. and, and I mean, you guys helped bring I a lot too. All of you guys for doing yeah. that, man. I mean, I just we we you know we we helped. I feel like we were a small part of that. I think you guys did all the work. Oh, man. you guys were you guys were a big part of it. And and Daniel, I think you can kind of speak to that about beforehand before the event. People at work saying, "Hey, you know, are you excited?" And <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's that, awesome. Like that, that says a lot about you guys. That says a lot about oh, Raquel. Yeah. Just that relationship of of excitement that the whole event kind of drummed up. Yeah, it was definitely, and then Raquel out there, you, if you hear this, we really are, we think about you all the time and we were really, um, just all too happy to be a part of it. And you just keep fighting. And we, yeah. we know that you're, you know, she you're going to get there. You're going to get to the end of, the, of this. And, 
We'd like to, you know, if there's a celebration for it at the end, then hey, that's yeah. what we're talking. I'd be about. happy. Yeah. I'd be happy to be a part of that hanging team. Hanging out and having fun. And um, but but that event, um, you know, was just, it was we felt very at home because yeah. the, the atmosphere. It it was it was. I mean, there was so much family and love yeah. happening there, and, and our music. That that's what it turns out to be. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a family thing. It's, it's us. Uh, it's us giving, just a small piece, really a small glimpse um at times into into what goes on in our minds and, and we're luckily you know we have a really great outlet for it mm-hmm. by putting the music together and putting it on a stage and and Vito has I mean I've always considered him to be a, a great songwriter for you know uh, and I'm lucky that I get that in a band that I'm in yeah. I've had that with my brother who who predominantly wrote a lot of the Maddox stuff too, and and I would help out when I could, honestly. But but I just like to I just like to get back there and play. And yeah. and for me, um, you know, it's it, you know, really it really turns into, um, whenever wherever you know, and we we just want to be able to, you know, kind of, you know, show people that we're, you know, what what you're gonna see, what you're gonna hear on the CD, um, you know, the albums that we put out, the music we put out. It, it it really is just the part of us that uh, is probably the most real about yeah. it, you know, um, because you know people can take music is such a free form, you know, they're gonna take it the way they want it to the, take how it, how it speaks to them, and yeah, it speaks to them, and and that's that's the beautiful part of it, and it could be very something incredibly personal to us, but mm. it could also be something very incredibly personal to them, absolutely, and that's where you build that relationship, and that's where you know with the Unfortunately, man, 2016 has been just crazy for the <laughs> the artists and the yeah. and the uh, actors, the, the people that we're seeing that we're losing. You know, we're, yeah. we're at that age, unfortunately, where there's a lot yeah, of people going. Of and, yeah, a lot of our heroes and, nuts, and, and these man. people it's that scary. these people that go, we've never met them before. We've never, you know, maybe even never even seen them live. But mm-hmm. but we've identified somewhere in our yeah. lives with something they've put out, and. It hurts. It hurts us. You know, it hurts our feelings. You know, it makes us feel really bad when they when they pass because yeah. that music won't be there anymore. Um, yeah. You know, we. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're trying to be that for anybody, but but if there is anything in what we do that speaks to anybody out there, and, and in any shape or form, then yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that, that's part that's of that the goal. Coolest part of it, you yeah. know. And um, and that's for goes for our family, our friends, and everybody who's ever the first time or the five hundredth time. You know, it, yeah. we always want it to be that. that well, kind of yeah, experience. I mean, you go, and you guys sound amazing live too. I mean, the albums are great. Don't get me wrong, but seeing you guys live is a totally different experience. The reason I brought up Thank the uh, oh, of course, of course, <laughs> we talk about that all the time. Like, we, you know, we feel like like a lot of times, you know, we the studio is a hard place, man. Yeah, I, because, I've heard. But what's happened to us, and, and I've kind of noticed this, is that. We have these songs that we bring that we feel that we've been working on. We write them and we structure them the way they're supposed to be. And we take them to the studio and then, you know, uh, we'd like to record with Stuart. You know, Stuart Sykes and, and this guy shouldn't even be recording us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's at a different level than we are. But we've been graced by God that, you know, this guy was, is willing to work with us, man. He's a great dude. Um, Let's get comfy. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. What's going on here? Hey-o. See a belt buckle. Okay, man. so... <laughs> so. 
Man, I lost my train of thought. Don't, like don't let me right stop now, you. Dude. I know, right? Oh, the I people. Completely I, don't, lost. The people <laughs> I don't have any ones. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with <laughs> the people. The people that we're lucky to work with, Stuart involved. Yeah, that's where <laughs> that you're going with it. That we're lucky to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he really has has helped us polish our sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because what ends up happening is we take these songs to the studio, we record them, and once they're recorded and and they're cut and they're they're tweaked, we go back and work to get that sound again. Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Because a yeah. lot of times initially that sound isn't exactly the same. But sometimes it is. Sometimes we hit the marks and sometimes we don't. Yeah. And so we, we, we work really hard to hit that that sound. We we try not to do too much overdubbing and too much of, of the editing. Yeah. I mean we still do some of that because it, it's 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 That's a studio the process, album. Yeah. You wanna do that, you know. Um, but we try to make it sound as close to that as possible, which what ends up happening is we have a more raw live sound we play. Yeah. But but still kind of structured the same way that the CD is because people will tell us, man, you all sound like your CD. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you guys sound better. You guys, yeah. <laughs> and and that that's that's hard to do, man. We, we try to figure, we, we always think like, nah, I didn't sound as good as the CD. We strive for that sound. Yeah. It's so refined, you know? Um, and so to hear you say that, that was nice. You know, it was a nice, oh, nice good. compliment. Good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but like seriously, like the, the vibe that you guys give live, because I, I, A, the, the Benefit concert, you were right there on the floor, people were right in front of you. You know, and there was a lot of people, and food trucks and everything, and and everybody reacted to you guys. You know, and people saw you guys having that interaction with each other on stage and being very, very uh, easygoing. And I think that that whole event had that vibe as well, and you guys fit perfectly in that. And then to see you guys at uh, the Aztec on a stage where, like, I, mean, I don't even think I could climb it from from the <laughs> ground, but like you still had that same vibe of that easygoing nature to yourselves, although the sound was tight, although it was like, oh, they really, they practice this stuff. It's not yeah. just like you guys fit there too because of how hard you work. Yeah. But that, that love and attention to the music and that love for just being on stage, it poured out off the stage. And I think it was awesome. Great Thank experiences. Um, that, I mean, we, we, there's, there's not a whole lot of words um, I think that any of us can give back. I mean, when we get compliments like that, I mean, that's we appreciate that. Yeah, so because we're hearing it from an unbiased know? source. Like, you know, yeah. you're not an outsider, but yeah, enough of an but, outsider. But an outsider. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to hear it from you instead of like family. Yeah, family saying good job, mijo. Yeah. You know, like, that sounds beautiful. I mean, yeah. You know, it's. I Wait, believe me. I know how that goes. Yeah. My parents you know? told me I, I was a great singer, and then I recorded myself, and I heard it. I'm like, those liars. You lied to me. <laughs> they love me so much. <laughs> you know, I, I really. I, I, it's funny because I, I, you know, I, I believe my my parents when they they enjoy it, and and I and I see that because they've seen us in our other our other uh, endeavors, our other pro, um, other projects, and yeah. and they would still go, and it was for support. It was yeah. to be there for us. But I mean, I know my parents aren't gonna be metal, and I yeah. and even when we first started, it was like a over a, a poppier kind of punk rock. Um, yeah, Dad's wearing a pentagram. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're gonna go, oh, but man. you know, they're there to help us out. Yeah, you know, to help yeah. to just show, hey, look, hey, these guys, I know that they're doing a good job up there. But I mean, now, I mean, it's they. I I know that they they really enjoy it. I yeah. mean, my my father retired recently. Uh, after 47 years wow. at, uh, at at Pepsi over here. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that guy, you know, has bricks with his name on it probably. He probably helped build yeah. the place, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but um, he, he we, we joked with him about it. We were like, hey, Dad, you know, now that you're 
you gonna stop working? What, what are you gonna do? He's like, well, if y'all go on tour, I'm ready to go. Nice, <laughs> we were man. just you like, know, dude, man, <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this because you're talking about how our parents are front and center at this show. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's unheard of. My dad they never, they never went to dive boy shows. They no, went to yeah. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To go check it out. You to know, support, I you know, be like, that. hey, what's going yeah. on? But the music yeah. wasn't universal, man. It was aimed yeah. at the kids at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And their music, same way, man. It's, it's mm. not like... It's a smaller piece of that pie. It's a smaller piece right. of that pie. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. like everyone's yeah. going to be into it. I mean, those the young yeah. people and maybe people like us will be into it. Yeah. But Blockbird Sings, a whole different... It whole is different dynamic, man. You have little babies that <laughs> little kids that are dancing. Well, in the front. My, well, actually, yeah, I saw you guys more than twice because uh, Sama. Uh, I took right. my son. I've got uh, oh, a yeah. selfie with you waving nice. in the background, nice. and uh, I he I had to buy him a hat because he was losing his mind, and I was like, "This is theirs. <laughs> this is theirs." Like, oh, okay. And oh, he man. was, and, he was and it's that, great. That, it was a great vibe, and that was yeah. his first concert. Oh, awesome, that was his man. first time that's seeing awesome. a live band, and I, that awesome. was super important to me that it was you guys because yeah. of that ability to be more universal. You know, because uh, I can't take him to go see the Akuzma. Oh, well, I manage the Akuzma. You could, but you, you know, <laughs> he'd have nightmares. <laughs> you have nightmares. You in the mess. You had to sleep. You had to sneak him in your backpack and like, <laughs> oh, oh, put him back. You know? Yeah, but no. I mean, we have nieces and nephews. We have family that, and and not just our young, yeah. uh, the younger generation, but our friends who have children mm-hmm. as well. And and our shows like Sam's is gonna be all ages. You know, they have, you know, uh, kids that are five, kids that are ten. And they're they're singing yeah. the songs. I mean, they, I, honestly, they might know the lyrics better than I do. <laughs> be totally straight up with you, because they listen to it and they it's a, they're sponges, oh, they're sponges man. Sponges, yeah. They it's they soak it all in, yeah. and uh, and we have you know five year olds there. We have ninety five year olds. I mean, when at at shows, you know. And, it's and it's we, pretty weird, man. Yeah. It's a weird mix. That's, that's, a, a, that's a big dynamic. <laughs> I mean, we're not, dynamic. you know, it, it, we've always been on, I, I was telling this dude, we're kind of on an island on our own, man, as far yeah. as music goes, because we're not super indie. But yeah. we're also not super commercial either. Right, right. So we're kind of somewhere in the middle of that, and nobody does that. Everybody does yeah. one or the other, man. Well, and as a matter of fact, Daniel and I were talking about it, uh, I think it was right after the the uh, Raquel show, the Raquel Strong show, that you guys are in the position where you guys kind of say, well, this is, this is how much it is to book us, for example. Sure, sure. Which is totally different than most local bands. Right. Like, flat out, I mean, you guys are in a great position, and it's something that was new to me. I was like, wow, I didn't know that's how this worked with you guys, because yeah. I'm used to either pay to play, or I'm used to, right. hey guys, we great show, here's $5 each. Well, we've all been there, too, We've all been there. We've all been there. With the other, with the other. I mean, we've kind of been great with that part of it, like, where we do decent, but at the same time, man, like, it's. You, I mean, you know what, we, what we're playing. We it, there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's, oh yeah. It's not. It's not just so like cut and dry. But yeah. But yeah, there there definitely is. I a, think the genre has a huge impact on that. The genre does. Yeah, yeah. it definitely does, mm-hmm. man. Because we we've been on that avenue before. Mm-hmm. Even when when we were the band at the time. When, yeah. You know, back in the day, it was still rough, man. I mean, it was yeah. it was a, it was a hard pay, but we were also kids and we didn't know any better. Yeah. And yeah. now you know we've been in the business for a long time, so we, we kind of know a little bit more. Than we did, and and the Americana scene, man, is is such a good scene as far yeah. as like taking care of bands and oh yeah, big time, and, and and the support that the fans give to the music. Yeah, you know, being an indie band now is so great and so terrible at the same yes. time. Yes, yeah. You know, great that there's avenues for you to put your music out there and people can hear you instantly. Yeah, but so bad because nobody buys your stuff. <laughs> right. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's, well, it's making it's it's being able to be heard by everybody when you scream. Right. But realizing that everybody else is screaming just as loud. 
right, and having right. to cut through that, right. and it's difficult. So, and 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 I and I look at that in a genre specific kind of thing because you know in the in the alt world, in the rock world, in the punk, in the in the the very specific those types of genres, only because there's so many bands that do that, it's difficult. So for you guys to come out of that and come into something that's that's uh, almost a separate beast in and of itself being with that folk and that Americana and that uh, Texacana sound, it's, it's that, that growing up that happened. Right. Right. It's that saying, well, that was fun and everything. And you know, that's, that was great, but we're adults. It's about doing something that I love. It's about being able to help have that be an important part of my life. And to me, like I get that, like we talk about it at length sometimes where I guess a podcaster, I feel very much like an indie an indie rock band where I'm like right I bought all the mics the gear and all this and I don't make any money off this podcast like it's a <laughs> it's a labor of love I'm okay. getting to the point where I'm like I need to start trying to market you know it. you know honestly Mario we're we're at the same place as you are but in a different way like everything you see here <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I mean and that's what it takes has it's been a lot paid of gear for by Blackbird Sing oh wow yeah mm-hmm. I mean so wow but. At the same time, we don't take home a paycheck, and and yeah. and that's what other bands don't understand. It's not something that we typically share, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things that we work hard, man. Yeah, you know, and and but we also do this because we love it. We're we're not at the place where like we're able to quit our day jobs or right or to go right. tour for months, but we get to do some really good stuff, man. That yeah. a lot of other bands don't get to do. You know? Yeah, so we're that's blessed true. in that way. I mean, we've. It, it, it's like I said, we're on an island on our own. Like yeah, we, we make definitely. this happen. The band floats itself. It just generates and it just keeps moving forward. Yeah. But it's a slow move, man. And yeah. it's hard. It can be really hard and taxing yeah. on us, man. Yeah. Because we do have to work. We do have to raise families. We do have to pay mortgage. And yeah. You know, and and that's the part that people forget. Like I think a lot of times bands go. I mean, bands. People go see us, and they'll even ask us flat out, which is like the highest form of, of flattery. Is like. Man, like, so what are y'all doing next? Like, where are y'all gonna be at? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm like, oh, well, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Like, work? You work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool to hear. That. Yeah. But it's like, also like that expectation. That, that really of, wow. is what it is. Like, yeah. you know, even writing music, practicing, everything's a, everything's not easy. It's it's hard. Yeah. It, it's you know, we have to make time for this. Mm-hmm. And I think that on the outside looking in, it looks like, man, you guys have it going on. Man, you guys have. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, but it's a lot of work, man. It is. It's a lot of work to maintain that level of of, of success. Like we talk about it all mm. the time. This is like a like a like an ongoing topic about how people say, "Well, you know, man, like I really made it," and I and I never feel like we've made it. Like, yeah, I don't feel that way. Like to me, the level of made it is way up there. Dude. <laughs> but I've had but people compared tell to like, dude, yeah, you do what you love to do. You get paid to do what you love to do. You made it. Like, and I never thought about it that way. Yeah. You know, as, yeah. A, as a kid, you know, you have these these delusions of grandeur that you're. And that's and that's you know. as from coming from the the industry side of things where I manage bands and and do promotions and bookings and stuff. I'm like, that's that's what I'm fighting against. Is that yeah. that thing that we were all? I mean, we all had that. We all saw, you know, the Guns and Roses videos where there's so many thousands of people and it's only their second video that they've ever put out right we don't see the 10 years that it took for them to, to climb get there. right yeah right. that's right and so i mean people expect that and i think i think that's kind of what why i wanted to bring that up with you guys is because you have that experience that most other local bands don't because they don't see that side they see the well we're struggling and we're you know we're not making any money on our shows and we're you know we're plugging away and why isn't this happening 
but it takes that work. It takes that. Oh, yeah. I definitely don't want to give tears. away the formula for. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that either. Things that a lot of bands need to kind of like take a step back and realize, like it's a lot of it is just basic common sense, man. There are strategic moves that that I think every band could benefit by looking at those things that are um especially as a local band as as or, or you know a regional act yeah. whatever whatever you want to you know if if you're lucky enough to make texas a circuit i mean texas is a giant state yeah. you're not you're not hurting if you're doing that and you're doing well um but you know i think every band um can look at that at their own things and there's there's places there's things that that you can build on yeah um and just direct goals yeah, once you get there. Next dir- goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a great, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can do when you cast a wide net, mm-hmm. but you can do things that are just as meaningful by pinpointing what you really really want to accomplish, yeah. and do those things. And and it's gonna be hard. It, it there's no That's exactly there's it. no uh you know right way about it. I think honestly, because everybody's gonna have their own way of going about it. Um, there's going to be the, the growing pains in the beginning because yeah. you know you you run the risk of of cutting yourselves out of venues mm-hmm. that you know uh, that maybe normally would have been there if had you accepted to you know play for free or paid to play you know yeah. um, but at the same time um, like you were saying I mean when you get to the, that point where you're doing it ex- explicitly for this goal and you're yeah. getting that. You're not really, you're not hurting inside that right. much, you know, honestly. Right. And that, and for me, you know, speaking my personally, um, you know, I, I get to play drums for this band. Um, you know, wh- whether I got lucky or, or, you know, or I fell into it somehow, <laughs> you know, it is a different story. The genes. I, yeah. I mean, the I, I, I feel like incredibly lucky that I get to do it. It isn't yeah. like, I'm not, a, I'm not expecting anybody to pat me on the back about it um but um there's also the level of well you know but i also have you know the i feel like there's an an ability there that that can speak for itself when it needs to you know yeah and uh and that is a high compliment though that that we get is people that don't know (laughs) and they think like this is all you do right yeah (laughs) you're like where you from like same from here (laughs) just drive 30 minutes that way Ten yeah, ten minutes that way. Yeah. Now, technically, I guess I'm in Kirby. I live in. I'm from Kirby. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, yeah. you know that's uh, you know, five feet away from San Antonio yeah. City limits. You know, Kirby. and I didn't but, even uh, like honestly before you sent me the address. I really had no idea where Kirby was because <laughs> I grew up on the northwest side, and the closest thing to anything like that that I knew of was Leon Valley. Yeah, I was, I was like, about to say Leon, Leon Valley is right. like. Oh, that's San Antonio. No, it's not. it's yeah. like its own thing. Like right. I didn't know it's that. The same thing. Yeah, well, same I mean, thing we, with Windcrest. Like, far and, um, East. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. funny because we when you know being you know born raised San Antonio, we we all we grew up on the west side of San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, we grew up on the west side. Um, you know, yeah. some of us until you know we were six, some until we were ten, teenagers. Some some of us, but we all ended up moving to the same area, as well. You know, our our yeah. we our families kind of found. You know, I like the even, Jeffersons, man. We're moving on up <laughs> moved, moved to on the east side. We, we moved out. Right. We moved out to another area that our parents felt like, well, maybe this would be just be better to raise a family in yeah. in this environment here. And then, you know, having family who may be looking for the same type of deal. It's like, hey, where well, we live over here now, you should check out, you know, 
what we got around here. Yeah. And then that's how it started. Where now all of a sudden we have groups of families that we're all on the one side of San Antonio. Yeah. And now we live just on the outskirts of San Antonio. We kind of did Man. the same thing. You know? We just kind of relocated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like this, you know, here my whole family lives on the street. Oh wow, my that's crazy. Family, but I, I don't. I live, you know. Yeah. I live away, which is a block away. <laughs> <laughs> you can still and, walk. And my yeah. and my family is like maybe. Six blocks. Oh wow, yeah. man! You know, so That's it's crazy. not even you know. So so when people are listening to this, they're listening to two uh, two members of Blackbird Sing, but they're listening to a very small part of a, a, a very a very large oh, yeah. clan. Oh, yeah. It sounds like. And one of the things that I wanted to mention before I forget, you had mentioned you know having family members that are going to the show with young kids. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be that influence. They're going to be behind a mic someday saying, "Yeah, my my uncles, you know, they were in this band Blackbird Sing, and that really influenced me." And I How does so. that, I mean, like, have you thought about Man, that through I, that lens at all? I mean, that alone, um, why we, the last, um, the last thing we did was the, the SAMA art party, uh, the Fiesta kickoff party that just happened, uh, at the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my brother's, uh, daughter, my, my, one of the, my youngest nieces, uh, man, she's been wanting to be on the stage man like yeah. like nobody's business man she's been she's been asking <laughs> my brother for months and and we finally got the the chance my brother helped you know he brought her guitar her little you know her little guitar with her with, with him yeah. with his gear and, we, and we brought her up on stage and oh, man. you know we we got to play a, one of her favorite songs that's a song that we play yeah which is a, and it, on its own mind-blowing to that's me awesome, yeah. that she she you know she sings words she sings the words she and even the times of things that she doesn't exactly get right as far as lyrics i mean she's five years old yeah so, you know yeah. i'd expect them to know everything but even when she doesn't she's in key humming her own wow. lyric her own things and that's awesome and man. that that is just amazing to Which me subsequently though that song is also on our new album <laughs> new album yes her, one of her favorite songs uh oh brother you know oh, that that's one of her nice favorite song. songs. Am I going to say anything about my my point of view on the songs yet? People have to wait for the that's review. True, that's true. But uh, and that brings me to the next topic. Between the last album and moving to Cinco, what what difference did you approach it with? Um, what do you feel from an internal aspect changed between those two? I know I get life, real serious. Well, there, was, there was a lot of life in there. <laughs> I think I think that the life is a life subject is pretty much probably hitting the nail on the head. But even musically, um, I think that experience we had recording enemies from years of loving kind of tightened up the band a lot more, mm-hmm. and really kind of formed the sound that we were going to pursue now, like later. Like we didn't realize it, but it did. Yeah. Um, I think that we've always struggled as as uh, as a Hispanic, America, Chicano Americana band, or whatever you want to call it, man, yeah, is that there's those expectations of like Tex-Mex music and and singing in Spanish, and we don't, and we don't do that. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just not. Although there's a little bit of Spanish. Well, we did do that. Very so little that's Spanish. What I was, yeah, yeah, yeah I was gotcha. okay. But we didn't do that in, in Enemies from Years of Loving. There was no part of. That. I mean, if you hear yeah. it, you would never know that. You know what I mean? And it's more of an Americana kind of folky album. Yeah. Um, and I think that at this at this point, like as we started to play, I love the accordion, man. It's such a cool instrument. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think that like you know the banjo was real pop. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but it's like the accordion is the new banjo. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and um, <laughs> you know we wanted to kind of experiment with some different sounds, and and you know 
being that we're from San Antonio, we kind of felt, well, let's tap into the roots a little bit more mm-hmm. than we normally do. Yeah. With this new this new album. And, I mean, in all fairness, too, consider that half of that album, uh, half of the songs that are going to be released on, or that are released on Cinco, were, some of the songs were songs that were already in existence mm-hmm. when we did Enemies from Years of Loving, but mm-hmm. they weren't either A, fully formed, or right. B, they just didn't make the cut. Okay, gotcha. Um, there was some writer's block that happened. Uh, you know, as as like I told these guys, like we started to do this, and even though we had been playing Enemies from Years of Loving for a while, it was new to people. And when we yeah. go out of town, it's new to those people. It's it's not like it's 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 uh, it's not old hat or anything. Yeah. yeah, it's not world premiere stuff. It isn't like right. we've held held it away from everybody, and we locked ourselves in rooms <laughs> and and made sure nobody heard it. I mean, yeah. this, this the new stuff that we're putting out. Some of it. I know people have heard before, but there's also the the lines that we've crossed on them, I think, even turns into where, I mean, honestly, when they were a couple of years ago, when we had Enemies from Years of Loving going, I mean, like for myself personally, I don't even know if I was that good of a musician to have completed the song that is going to come out now. Mm. You know, there's there's a level of... The, the time, the musicianship yeah. that happens just with a little bit of time, and and yeah. I mean, fr- coming from that metal uh, or, or rock, you know, hard rock type of of a of a genre that we were in with our other bands. I mean, we had to we had to um, kind of flip our own script on a second. You know, like we did a one eighty from what we were doing, yeah, and kind of had to refine what we were doing, and as musicians, refine our own instrument and and to kind of meet um the the type of music that that we're doing and and honestly there's a lot of there's a lot of times where i feel like you can like i feel like i could get away with some mistakes that i made when i was playing with mad x you know because you know it's kind of loud you know it's a wall of sound and there's a lot of stuff going on and you know what i'm i might make some i might do a lot of flubs (laughs) in one song but you know you can get away with it but for this kind of music you know you kind of have to be on on point it's more with a lot of things it's off. more obvious it's definitely more happens. stripped down yeah. yeah but if you miss a note dude it's very obvious yeah, yeah. and then um, yeah. it's a singing band you know that it's, yeah it's not absolutely. a band that we're we're screaming we're we're aggressive where things crack. don't get covered up yeah it yeah. doesn't get covered up this is very bare and yeah. i think there's something that's that's kind of like what we talked about it the punk rock and the and the uh, this this marriage of like old country there's something very bare about it yeah that makes it sort of primal like it's it's very exposed yeah well you guys kind of i mean the music it's it's on your sleeve it's all just right out there literally yeah <laughs> yeah 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 or the chest oh yeah anyway, no big deal well oh. we don't want to see that it's not get that comfortable it's not a video podcast <laughs> got that comfortable. <laughs> no, i mean it's, and, you know and the subjects that we touch on man they're they're so like I've always been a real big fan of, of music that you listen to and, and you identify with. Like, yeah. You know, certain lyrics that, like, just take you somewhere, man. They take you either somewhere or they take you away. Yeah. You know, take you away from something that you're feeling. And I, I kind of feel like the music that I've always aspired to, to do was music that other people could say, man, I heard your song and it really meant something to me. Because it's real, man. All this stuff mm-hmm. is real. Um, it, It's always going to be glorified. It's always going to be a little glamorized because... You know, there's no there's no reciprocation when you're delivering. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. this isn't something that I could just tell my wife, or or my kids, or my or my family, or or, or someone that died or whatever, mm-hmm. without getting some sort of of uh, reciprocation back. 
Right. It, it's just one way. And, and because it's one way, I'm able to, to trim it, to mm-hmm. say it exactly, think about it, you know. Yeah. It, it's not as fluid as just talking to someone. It's different. And so there, there's, there's that part of it. Like, it's a little polished. Yeah. But it really is how I, how I feel, you know, and, and how hopefully someone else will take that and say, man, that's exactly how I feel. Because that's what I've taken from music, man. Everything that I've listened to, that that's the part that identifies with me the most. Yeah. The beat's always that's that's primal. Oh yeah, yeah. The beat is primal, man. That's 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 something that that instinctively a lot of us are drawn to. But then when you start to get deep into it and you start to hear the words and the way they flow and what they're saying, yeah. That that part's the part that really like Oh yeah, speaks yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah, speaks to people, man. That connection. Yeah. And I think that's that's the other thing that sets you guys apart is that you have that focus to give that attention to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's lots of bands out there that are like, oh, I sing true to my heart or I scream true to my heart. But there's there's too much. There's that wall of sound to get past. Right. With you guys, it's it's stripped bare. It's, it's there. It's, it's all it's out there. But, you know, and I feel like uh, I feel like having the coming from the backgrounds that we that we come from, um, I, I, I'm still very much into, um, you know, the screaming, the 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 really hard rock bands. I mean, and I know what they're saying because yeah. I'm I'm also kind of nerd about it. Like I'll actually read cover to cover when they put something on. You know, there's okay. something on print. I'm gonna read it. Yeah, me I, too. I mean, I just am. I know, like I know influ- they when they talk about the influences for this music. Yeah, you know, I I'll read that. I don't know, you know, the lyrics for the for the songs. You know, for you know what what it means to them and, and little and little snippets of what they put out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, following them with that. I mean, I, I just do that. It's just the way yeah. my brain works. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's like, I, I kind of want to know where they're coming from too, you know, just as maybe people want to know where we're coming from with our music. Um, because I'm, I'm coming from that background though. I, I, if there's something like, I know they're saying, they're saying something that I need to hear. Yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah, and, and I want to know what it is because sometimes it's hard to get past that, the the large Wall sound of it, yeah. you know. But um, uh, I think and and we're you know just the we're the same thing, just turned down a little bit, and and the um, you know, fortunate that people still get into it. I mean, people that followed our other bands, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of just they migrated went, with they you. went with us, yeah. And and that doesn't happen all the time. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know. Uh, band, there's bands, a lot of bands out there, and even local bands, all the way up to really well-known bands, that they they switch up a little bit of their formula, and people are like, uh, "That's it, I'm out. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I'm good." They just want to hear the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And for us, I mean, we're not doing the same projects, but this project we're doing is a culmination of those things that we've done in the past. Yeah. And if we didn't have those, we wouldn't have gotten here. Right. And and right. this thing that we're doing now. Um, you know, it, it's it's very much to me that it's the same vein, just a different, uh, you know, just a different take on it. You know, and because we're, uh, some of the music that we played with our other bands, uh, respectively, we um, the, the lyrics were not too far away. Mm-hmm. They just were, you know, with they just sounded different. Yeah, they're just yeah, they're just turned up it. to eleven. Yeah, the delivery different. was yeah. a little yeah. bit different. The, they're turned up to eleven, and it's a little different. You know, now it's you know you turn it's turned about to, to yeah. three or four, and and you know that the yeah. point is still being made. Yeah, but uh, it's just a, the delivery on it is yeah. a little different, and um, because that you know I would never take away from anybody else the way that they want to present mm-hmm. their their the package that they're putting together. Um, 
for us, I mean, it just made sense to do it this way. And yeah. when we were putting it together, um, and, and really, I mean, from where I'm coming from, I, I, I don't know if I was a good enough uh, drummer or musician, you know, five years ago. Then I, you know, and where I'm at now, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm where I'm at right now. And, and in five years from now, it's going to be different. Yeah. And, and that's where we talk about this particular seed, this album that we put together. Cinco is, is exactly where we're all at. Yeah. And, and we, we were in a different place with enemies. We're in a different place right now. And it's five years later, you know, and that's where that whole concept of Cinco came from was mm-hmm. there's five of us in the band. There's five years of, of life that we've all had behind us. There's five years of, of, uh, of, you know, trial and error of, of failure and, and triumph yeah. of, you know, life and death. I mean, we're, it's just, um, it's all those things together. Um, five different personalities. There's, you know, it's, it's all, it all yeah, ended it's up a being a very heavy theme. Yeah, music yeah, style. It all ended up being, yeah. a lot of stuff. it all, it all just kind of fell into that though. Like when we were, it was it kind together. of almost like a joke in a, in a yeah, yeah. Like, it was say, like, oh, let's do a concept do album. Like, yeah, what? Like, and then all of a sudden, I remember you mentioning that to me as well as it was, as it was happening. Yeah. And it kind of became that. It's. It, I mean, you don't listen to it, and it's not like the space dot concept album like, <laughs> that we're used to. Like space oddity. But there's definitely a theme that's underlying between all the songs that are on there. Yeah. And and, and it all makes sense. Like when you start listening to it, and and I wish that we. Uh, I'm not sure if it's curated <laughs> in the right. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in the right sequence. But I think that when you listen to it all the things that we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. love and youth and marriage and death. Birth, it's all there. They're all there. Yeah. It's all there, man. The full experience. Full experience, man. And yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I, I could go on and on, but, uh, we all have lives and family. We have lives. Um, but <laughs> one last thing, like aside from the concert that's coming up, I know that's the pre-release, right? right. On the 30th. And then you guys are actually doing the full release. Is it just across every, platform pretty much on Cinco de Mayo on the fifth. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo ends up uh it's the well Cinco the album yeah. on Cinco de Mayo, which is the another thing one, we that yeah the fifth yeah the, the, there's the a five. lot of lot of ties yeah, a lot of ties yeah. in there but but it'll be um exclusively the C D uh the it was, you know a lot of people love to have that physical copy and I do yes. I'm that person. But uh the physical uh copy would be firstly first available the thirtieth at Sam's and then the fifth it becomes available iTunes, Amazon uh, Music, uh, Spotify, all, all the other all outlets. The media outlets. All the yeah, people that nice. can't, if people can't make it to the show, um, and and that aren't even in the area that they want to hear it, they they can find it that way, and it releases on the fifth. That's great uh, for that. That's great. I'm excited. Yeah. I I hope to be there. I got to talk to the wife. Well, we'll see. But um, but I'll, ri- I'll write a letter for you. Yes, I'll write, watch for you. Yes, thank you. That would be awesome. Be like, he has to be here. Actually, I don't think it'll be too too much. Like, she'll be like, oh, those guys? Yeah, go for it. If I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this other band. Then or you like, could always bring the whole family. That's true. You can. That's true. Although my son is going through a phase right now. No, nah, the kids need to be asleep. Hey, yeah. hey, this guy right here is going through a phase. <laughs> I've been going through a phase my whole oh, life. Watch out. God, watch out. every year. <laughs> so where can we find you online? Because I know you guys have a website. You guys got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the all the great social media stuff. You know, we should be a little heavier on the social media stuff, but we're not, as ironically. You know, but as, you don't need to. But we are thing. somewhat, you, you know, a little bit. You haven't had to. I'll put it we that way. We haven't had to, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can find us at, you know, blackbirdsing.com is the main website. We're on Facebook. 
Are we on Twitter? We're we're on Twitter. Yeah. We're on, we're on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. Uh, if you go to, actually to blackbirdsing.com, uh, you can link up with um, with a Facebook page, uh, which you'll see things from Instagram also linked up together with it, um, and then Twitter will also it shows up periodically through there, um, and um, you know find you can find us that way, and then of course iTunes you searches you'll find right us iTunes. and also our web store is going to be open yeah that's very soon oh yeah. nice another yeah, thing people have been, wait, been asking us about it, and honestly people that you know just are out of town that yeah. live out of town that there's even some you know dare i say across the pond, across the pond. Yeah. That, that have asked us about stuff and we just like well we're going to get to it and and we're sorry it's taking so long but but it's it's coming all together it's it's, a, it's work it's a lot it's, of work yeah it's a lot of work to put into it and and the fact of doing it ourselves is another thing yeah, but that's um, another but, thing. It, but it's all coming we are no longer you know yeah signed no. to a label so yeah. this is yeah. an independent release and mm-hmm. everything that comes with it is independent yeah yeah but absolutely we've also learned a lot from being on that label so yeah definitely mm-hmm. and shiner that was shiner bach label right. and that mm-hmm. was a, a contest right there was multiple stages in that contest right, to right, get signed right, with them right. Yeah, it and was the, a, how long did that relationship last with them? Oh wow! I mean, it couple was years. <laughs> couple couple years, I guess. It should have yeah. been. It was actually a couple extended years. Extended years, yeah. Should have been just right. a year. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they, we were we're really um, grateful to the fact that they've um, opened some doors for us. Um, you know, e- even like I said, I mean, meeting, um, v- you know, very lucky to have met Stuart in that process of when they helped us put the. Uh, last uh, album together mm-hmm. you know we got in and um, and formed a relationship with Stuart because of them you know they introduced us to him and he helped us you know get the sound right and uh, and um, I mean there's we're going to be eternally grateful to them for that you know of course now we've we've I think just had the itch where we had to do this on our own we we had to i think there was yeah i think it um, was the right move it was a we we just yeah i mean there's there's a certain point in time where where you kind of like look i mean you want to take your own liberties and your own freedoms with things and and sometimes in order to do that you just have to make that move on your own apparently like in the americana scene like that's kind of like a thing yeah like, that's no a yeah. lot of the bands yeah. that are, are contemporaries that are very successful in what they do are independent they, they mm-hmm. do everything themselves yeah that makes sense it, it's a really weird it's a homegrown kind of like, thing yeah it's hard to it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around it because you know we we come from the rock scene and you know we think like oh yeah major label takes care of you and they do everything for you and everyone takes a cut and it's a little different yeah yeah yeah, I that's guess definitely. You know, yeah, it's kind of nice to come into this. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for the new release, uh, the music. I'll be, like I said, I'll be finishing the review tonight. Um, hope to have this episode out tomorrow morning. Actually, I don't think I'll need to do much editing because you awesome. guys were awesome. Um, thank you both for thank your time. You. So thank you for letting us take up two hours of your time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first hour was just me setting this stuff up. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, I gotta turn this down know, somehow. And, and we hope that you know. Um, you know, as as far as the 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 shows go, we we always talk about. Uh, you know, we hope it's gonna be a, f- a fun event. Um, we don't play a lot, you know, which I think works for us. You know, not just in our personal lives, but um, we we feel like there's always we feel like there's always a uh, there's there's always a time for everything. And in yeah. each show that we put together, we we want people to know that we're putting something together that is. Um, a, a, you know, a polished 
platform of, yeah. of everything that we could do to make it a good time we're going to do that and we hope that people come out and they're there for the release so they're after that you know once if it's the first time they're hearing us we hope they come back yeah um and they spread that word about us to other people spread and spread the blackbird spread word the blackbird word yes. you know yeah. and, and we hope, the flock yeah we we hope that they'll come back and always and we always tell people at the end of the show like hey when we're done here meet us you know down down by the by the merch table and, and come say hi you know yeah. we're, we're not we're not a we're not afraid to do that. So <laughs> come say hi. We, we want everybody to have a real good time and because we, we're having a blast doing it. Absolutely. hope yeah. everybody does when they check us out. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, especially with the vibe you guys have going. Well, thank you guys again very much for your time, Vito. Thank you. Daniel. And uh, thank I'll you. probably see you at work tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bells early. on. Yeah. <laughs> or the triangle around your neck. I, guess, I mean, I may be there at 7 in the morning, but I may not be actually awake till yeah. like 9 or 9.30. No, no, no. I, I need coffee for that. It was energy drinks, but that stuff just messes with I'm too old for energy drinks. Is that a thing now? Too old for a lot of things. Dude, there's nothing like black coffee, man. Yeah, well. It's the best energy drink ever. Yeah, that's true. I can't do black, though. I, I'm, I'm, my wife made me uh, uh, prissy about my coffee. <laughs> like iced, I liked iced yeah, vanilla uh, frappuccinos. Creamer with a little coffee in it. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, yeah. you know, you know what's even more? What's even more? What's even more pretty about it is I, I never started coffee, man. I'm not a coffee drinker. Oh but, yeah, but uh, I think it's because I just don't think I can handle it. Quite honest with you. Oh, I forgot what I told. Oh, he was trying to get me to drink, you know, start coffee, and I was like, well, I, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of beers with coffee infused. I'll take that, you know, in the morning. <laughs> Monster actually, the Monster Energy drink, they have a Java version of it. I don't know how that would work. I I don't know. That's a bad... I'm sure we could ask George, our bass player, drinks that stuff. Oh, he does? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's also... (laughs) Yeah. It also ends up hurting on me later. A little bit. Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah, I had to stop that. (laughs) No, 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 man. I don't want to (laughs) die. Not yet. This is the last episode. Thank you, man. Thank you for... Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Take care. Tell me, do you think it'd be alright If I could just crash here tonight You see, I'm in no shape of driving And anyway, I've got no place to go And you know it might not